0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and verses 9 through 14. This is commonly known to people as the prologue to John's gospel. And it's one of the most majestic uh, pictures of Jesus' cross we find in scripture. There are certain mountaintops in the Bible where we get a revelation of who Jesus really was and who he really is. Now, people call the study of Christ Christology or Christology. So you have these Christological passages that, that just tell us a lot about who Jesus really is. John chapter 1 is one of those places. There are other places like Colossians chapter 1 and Philippians t- chapter chapter 2 where we get uh, these peeks behind the scenes of who Jesus really is and his identity. And what we find in today in the reading is that Jesus is the pre-existent son. He has always existed. Now, we have a, a doctrine in Christianity called the Trinity or the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's a difficult doctrine to understand sometimes, but one way to see it is this. There is one God but there are three persons, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And those three persons have related to one another for all eternity. So you can go backwards uh, to infinity and in eternity and in, in times past. And the Father, Son, and Spirit have always existed. They have no beginning and they have no end. And they've always had this relationship. So one God, but three persons. And what John is telling us today is one of those persons, the Son, who he's going to call the Logos, or the Word in this passage, will become a human being. This is known as the doctrine of the Incarnation. Now today we don't want to get too technical with all these theological terms and concepts, but these are are really good for us to understand. Think of them as handles on a suitcase to help us uh, carry around and understand who Jesus really is. So we need these categories in our mind as we read the Bible to understand what the Bible is saying. So, when you read scripture, you're going to see that Jesus is the pre existent Son. He's always existed. But at some point in history, uh, 2,000 years ago, God decide, decided it was time for him to come to this world. So, the Son comes into this world through what's called, like I said earlier, the incarnation. And that just means becoming flesh. God becomes flesh, and He's born of a virgin girl from Nazareth, Mary of Nazareth. And he grows up a a normal human boy. He has all the temptations and things that we have, but without sin. And so when we read about Jesus in the Bible, we're getting a glimpse of who God really is. It kind of transforms how you read the Gospels. People all the time want to say, well, how do I know who God is? How do I understand God? And I just say, well, go read the Gospels and look at Jesus Christ, and you will get a really good picture of who God really is, because that's what he came to do is to reveal who God is. So with all that said, in our introduction, we're going to turn to our passage today. This is John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and also verses 9 through 14. This is the English Standard Version. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Now we'll skip down to verse 9. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his aim, he gave them the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and dwelt among us. And We have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So much here, uh, when you start to look at this passage, uh, some of this may be puzzling to you. But when you get this phrase, in the beginning, where does that take your mind to as a Bible reader? Where have you heard that before? John is trying to grab your attention. He's taking you back to the creation account. And uh, that word in archaic in Greek is in the beginning, archaic, you think of the word archaic and old. So going all the way back to the very beginning. And this is not saying that Jesus had a beginning. It's in a sense a way of saying he's always existed. Um, He is the Word. And it says the Word was with God. Now, when it says the Word was with God, I would take it to mean when it says God here uh, in this word with, it's the Greek word pros, which means face to face. The Word is face to face with God. Uh, this would be the father and son have this relationship uh, where it's this face-to-face close relationship. But then he says, okay, here's here's another part of the mystery. The word was God. Now, we can't get into the, the grammatics here of the Greek, but you can understand that the Greek here is saying specifically that Jesus is the God. He's not a God. He is the God. He is Yahweh. He is Jehovah. And like I said earlier, there's one God, but three persons. So Jesus is the God. Um, but here's something really interesting to consider. All things were made through him. Every bit of this creation of what you see around you in this world was created through the agency of Jesus Christ. If you turn to Colossians 1, you will see the very same thing is being said of Jesus. All things were created in him, and he is life. Jesus was not one that comes along like Muhammad or others and says, let me show you the way forward to find life. Jesus has life. He possesses the life, the eternal life that we need because we're immortal. And we have the death problem. We're going to die. We don't get off this planet alive. And Jesus has the answer because he is life. And he's also light. And light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So there's darkness and sin in this world. And Jesus came to reveal the way forward. Now you can look at this two different ways when you think about Jesus being the light. Imagine you're in a cave and it's dark and and you don't know where the pitfalls may be as you're walking through this cave. One of the greatest gifts of all would have illumination light, light come to the darkness and show you the way forward. So light gives you the path forward. But then there's this concept of this light also revealing sin. I think back one time I had to clean up a barn for an older gentleman in my hometown, and he had paid me to go in and clean this barn out. And I'll never forget, as I start to pull the lumber away, and I open the barn doors and the sun shines, as I pull the boards away and start to clean out this garage, this barn, um, I saw a lot of critters. Uh, the light of day revealed all kinds of animals and vermin and things. I, just, I felt like it was an Indiana Jones movie or something. Uh, all these critters in this barn. So the light revealed what had always been there and I just didn't see it. Jesus comes and reveals the sin of this world, the inadequacy of uh, our self-righteousness and us trying to do it on our own. So light reveals the truth. Light shows us the way forward. Light shows us sin. And here's the irony of what John is saying. The very creator of the world came to this world and the world did not recognize him. The very world he created did not recognize who he was. And then this explosive thing he tells us, that if we receive Jesus, if we receive his message and we believe on him, we get the right to become children of God. Now I would take this to an extreme, and, and you can take this or leave it, but when you become a child of God, that means God says the same thing about you that he says about his son Jesus. Those same things that Jesus achieved for you being the true son of God, the only unique son of God, God says over you that he's well pleased, that, that you're blameless in Christ. If his blood is covering you and you're cleansed in him, that then you're blameless before God the Father. How, 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 what kind of good news is that when you think about what we have in cross? That's why he talks about the grace, that he brings grace and truth. Verse 14, let's don't forget verse 14. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. That word dwell is tabernacled or templed. God was no longer in a temple. God was there in the person of Jesus Christ. When you see Jesus, you see God. Now here's the cool thing about it all. Now we as his followers, because Jesus was victorious, he died on the cross, he was buried, he was raised, and he ascended to the right hand of the Father. He sends the Holy Spirit so that now we are the temples of God. His followers are. So these are just beautiful, wonderful doctrines and beliefs. So today, just as you read this, think about who Jesus is. Who, When we think of the baby in the manger in the Christmas season, realize that is God in flesh. He comes to us, He shows us the way forward, He brings us grace and mercy. He created this entire world, and He's showing us, okay, this is how true human flourishing looks. This is what you need to do here's the path forward and he gives us grace and adoption as sons and daughters of god as is our custom let's read through the passage one more time john 1 1 through 4 9 through 14 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the light was the light of men the true light which comes it gives light to everyone who was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was not was made through him, yet the world did not know him. And he came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glories of the only Son, from the Father full of grace and truth. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. I, I pray you have a great Thanksgiving holiday and enjoy time just reflecting on the goodness of God. Hope to see you back again tomorrow.